Hey moms, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you're enjoying summer. I mean, I know summer doesn't officially start until June 21st, I believe it is, but I'm sure most of you are in full summer mode and I hope it's going great and you're enjoying the long unstructured days if that's what you've got going on or you're figuring out how to keep things together with all that you do have going on and with all the kids out of school for the summer. One of the things that I did recently that kind of reminded me of motherhood and how we have to take sort of a big picture approach was climbing um, a peak in Salt Lake City. It's called Ensign Peak and I was staying in Salt Lake for a few nights with my husband and this place just calls to me and I just wanted to go hike it by myself. I've been up there a few times with my family but one of the reasons that I feel connected to this place is because One of my husband's um, great-grandfathers, maybe like his fifth great-grandfather, I'm not sure, but he was one of the first ones that helped settle the Salt Lake Valley. And as soon as the pioneers arrived in the Salt Lake Valley, they wanted to hike this peak. It's a short hike, I mean, for us now, because I can park close to the top and then just do like a half-mile hike, and you get up there and you have a panoramic, panoramic view of the Salt Lake Valley. And they went there when there was literally nothing except a desert out there. And they laid out the city from that vantage point. They created a vision for how the city would be laid out. And one of the things they did was lay out really straight square blocks. So when you're in this area, it's really easy to find your way around because all the cities are designed more or less in straight straight lines from the center of town, northeast, south, and west. And it was a brilliant vision that they had, and I don't think other cities were necessarily laid out that way. And that just reminds me of how it is being a mom. First of all, you have a marriage, you start having kids, you just kind of get caught up in the thick of things. But if sometimes we can step back and take the long view of what we're trying to do, I think that perspective is super helpful, not just solving the problems of the moment, but like really thinking, what kind of kids am I trying to raise? What kind of family am I trying to create? What kind of culture do we want to have here? What kind of values do I want to purposely teach and instill in my kids? How do I want them to look back and remember their childhood? Now, I say that with kind of an asterisk because you cannot make anyone remember anything a certain way, but you can do your best to create the environment. And along with that, I want you to know that no matter how well you do it, there will be mistakes and regrets and things that do not go as planned at all. And I don't think any of us escape from our childhood without some kind of wounding that you know, there's just nothing you can do about it. Like we all have issues from our childhood and our kids will too, but we can certainly do our best to check in with ourselves and make sure that we are trying to take our family in the direction that we want to go. So that is a good intro into what I want to talk about today, which is creating more joy in our lives in our own personal lives and in the lives of our family members 
in our home environment. I think this is something that not that many people talk about. A lot of people talk about how to overcome your anxieties and um, deal with your concerns and how to discipline kids and how to raise good kids and all of that. But I feel like there's a huge gap that's not often talked about between just solving problems, um, dealing with anxiety, those kinds of things, and really, truly creating joy. So there are ways that we can do that very intentionally. And that's what I want to talk about today. But first, we do need to talk about those negative emotions. And I talk about this a lot, but Negative emotions just really get our attention. Like in a previous episode, I talked about how I injured my toe and that one square inch of my body got all my attention. (laughs) Like I wasn't even thinking about all the rest of my body that was in pretty much perfect health and functioning properly. And all my attention just kept being drawn back to that painful toe. And that is how our lives can run if we're not careful that the problems and things that we're worried about can just be in the forefront of our mind and sort of drain our energy. And if we're not careful, our worries and concerns for our children and our family and our money and our marriage and all of those things can completely consume all of our thoughts and our energy. And then we miss so many of the good things that are available to us in life. There's good reason for this. It is a survival mechanism. Like our brain always wants to remind us that we need to be careful of certain things, that we need to be afraid of certain things, that we need to be stressed about certain things. I think this survival mechanism is just kind of on overdrive though, because you know what? A little bit of stress is good for us. A little bit of worry, a little bit of fear, those things are good. (laughs) They keep us from uh, making poor decisions and acting impulsively. They make us prepare for upcoming things. But the way our mind really emphasizes the negative when we just let it go on default really doesn't serve us most of the time. Just last week when we were in Salt Lake City and I was with my husband, he was doing his company's yearly conference where they get together with all of their users. He works um, as a software developer. And as we pulled in the driveway when we got home, he's like, you know, it's the same thing every year. I worry and I stress about this. And, you know, I lose sleep in the days leading up to it. And it's always fine like completely fine. And I'm just like, oh, why did I even worry about it? And I'm like, I know, honey, that's what I told you, that it always goes fine, you know, as things come up with their clients and new problems present themselves constantly because of the nature of their business. I'm just like, wow, all you do is solve problems all day. That must be hard. But (laughs) that can also be true of us moms too, right? But anyway, he was just kind of like, why do I do this to myself over and over and over again? And I really think that, you know, just recognizing, hey, the stress is good. The stress is telling me, make sure you're prepared. The worry is telling me, you know, do what you need to do to make this a good um, 
a good presentation that you're doing, make sure the clients get what they need. But do you need to lose sleep? Nope. And that's where you have to sort of start to train yourself to say, oh, I'm laying awake, I'm losing sleep because I'm thinking something might go wrong with my upcoming, you know, presentation or whatever it is. And of course, as moms, it could be just worrying to death about our kids. Um, someone, another mom I was just talking to today was saying that her granddaughter just got diagnosed with type one diabetes. Now I know that would keep you up at night, worrying a ton, or if you have your own health diagnosis, things like that. Um, and of course we need to give those things the appropriate amount of attention. And so I think we all know that, but again, letting them consume our thoughts and take all of our focus and energy really doesn't serve us. So I've talked about solving problems on other episodes. So today I want to talk about how we intentionally create more joy in our lives. It is so important to learn to manage our minds and emotions so that we can create the life we want. And it is a totally doable skill. So when I talk today about creating more joy in your life, I'm kind of loosely defining joy, like it could be what you would describe as joy. You know, when I think of joy, I think of really sometimes just tiny moments with my kids or grandkids with my family or just amazing experiences like hiking through a rainforest in the rain in Hawaii with my husband and just being like, wow, is this even real right now? This is amazing. And I would describe those kinds of things as joyful experiences. I would count anything that feels like happiness, which is sort of a maybe a lower level than joy, but feels really, really good. Um, Calm peace, um, even a sense of satisfaction at a job well done. I would define those all in sort of similar to the category of joy. And one thing that could be really helpful with this is to think about how emotions like joy and happiness feel in your body. Now, for me, joy, happiness, most positive emotions, I feel them in like my chest and my throat and sometimes in my stomach. And I feel almost like light champagne bubbles. I don't drink champagne, but you know, I can make if you can picture light champagne bubbles. It's like a light upward feeling kind of tickly, um, extremely warm, like in my heart area. That is how I would describe the kind of positive emotions, but specifically joy that I want to talk to you about how to create more of. So just take a minute and think about the last time you felt joy. It could be right now, it could be five minutes ago, it could be, you know, a few days or weeks since you felt anything that you would define as joyful. But just take a minute and think about that and then just try to go into your body and feel the sensation that you'd associate with that. So you sort of know what you're shooting for. If you know the feelings that you want to create, it can really, really help you find ways to do that. Think about when you're laughing or excited or just exhilarated and what that feels like. To me, it's open, it's expansive, it's just 
the most wonderful sensations. And maybe if you can't quite put your finger on it, think about maybe the opposite of joy. Um, like a real heavy downward energy that feels tight inside your body. Um, most of us are very familiar with the sensations that come from fear and anxiety. Maybe think about those and then think about the opposite of those. So if you want to create more joy in your life, you have got to start looking for it. Just in the littlest things, like I want you to look around you right now Is there anything in your present environment just exactly where you're sitting that brings you joy? Are there people in your environment that bring you joy? Are there little design elements? Are there foods? Are there flowers? Is there sunshine coming through the windows? Are there books that you love? Are there things that smell good like candles that you have around you that right now you could just focus on the feelings that you get from those people or things in your environment. Once you've found something, I want you to spend a minute and just focus on that. If it's your sleeping little baby or something like that, or something that's just beautiful in your house that you really love seeing. One thing for me is each morning when I get up, it's part of my morning sort of routine to walk to the windows in my front room and open the curtains, which is such a small, simple little thing that I do each day. But I have learned to just savor that moment because the sun, they're east facing, so the sun is always coming up over the mountains and I could just open those windows But if I will stand there and take it in, even for 10 seconds, I get so much more out of that moment and I notice the world outside and what the weather's like and and I just see that sunshine peeking over those mountains. I live in such a heavenly, beautiful place that I feel very blessed, but you know, whatever is out your window, I'm pretty sure there is some kind of beauty. Every part of the world has some unique beauty to it and So in the morning, as I just go there and open my windows, I just love to just take a moment and take it in. And that is how I have started to find more joy in life's little everyday moments, because I've started noticing those as much or more than I notice the things that bother me, like a painful toe or a messy spot in my house or my (laughs) hideous laundry room. Can we just take a minute and talk about my laundry room? Because it's like literally the exact opposite vibe of joy. It has pink laminate countertops, green, dirty, mint green, dirty um, carpet in most of it, but part of it where we had removed some cabinets that were there, it's just cement. It's not even fully mint green carpeted. The cabinets, the wallpaper border that's there are from... I don't even know when, but it's just the last spot in our house that's untouched. I mean, there's some spots that are way better than others, but it's literally untouched at this point. Everyone piles things there. I hope you're getting the picture. I'm getting stressed out just talking about it. So when I go in there, I'm like, every time. 
But when I go in my front room and open those curtains or other little rituals that I do, like each morning, like making my bed, if I have fresh white sheets on there and I just like smooth it out and make my bed the way I like it and tidy up some things and go through my morning routine and just enjoy it and appreciate it and look around my house and notice the good feeling of putting things in order in the morning or at nighttime. It just fills me with such satisfaction and sometimes really a sense of joy. It is so beautiful to see the east sun uh, rising and feeling it come through my, my windows. And I hope you have things like that. And if you've never given any thought, like pause to think how good they feel. Maybe you're just rushing through your morning routine or your evening routine or even washing your face or taking a shower um, where you have a few minutes to yourself. Just like smell the shampoo, feel the shower, enjoy that beautiful experience and just like juice the joy out of it. We can all find so many moments like that in a day And what has really surprised me since I started making this study of joy is how many opportunities there are to experience it. I've actually found that the good way outnumbers the worrying, stressful, anxiety-causing moments of the day. But again, those get my attention. And I have to be very mindful and direct my mind, tell my mind, find these joyful moments and and just savor them, just notice them, bring those to the surface, to the forefront of my mind, and realize and appreciate how beautiful and good life is and how many things there are that can really bring joy and peace and calm and beauty into into our little world that we're, you know, our little part of the world and, and our own personal life. So I'm going to take the next couple minutes and share with you a few items for my, I just opened a note and called it joy. And some of the things that I've recorded over the last few months since I started doing this. And as I'm doing this, I hope that first of all, that you would start your own joy list so that you can start to bring that to your awareness. It's really different than Like a lot of people I've heard of keeping gratitude journals and just trying to notice or think about one thing each day that they were grateful for, which is awesome. And my new suggestion is to, if even at the the end of the day is the only time you do this, think about what brought me joy today. And joy is something that we can create, but we can also notice that it happened and maybe in the moment we didn't take the time to appreciate it. So here's a few joy-producing things for me, and some of them are just so small and simple. The smell of fresh fresh baked bread, like maybe that's walking in the bakery, or I've actually baked something. My husband made muffins the other day, and my daughter said she was in a room, and she's like, oh, I hope dad... I hope those are dad's muffins I'm smelling. And she was just so happy when she got up and and woke up to those. Um, I love my freshly painted nails. I love them for weeks until they're so long that I need to go get them done again. Just every time I look at them, just brings me a little, little surge of happiness. 
I love fresh flowers in a beautiful arrangement or out in nature this time of year. I love going for walks, and I just really encourage you to do this too. I I try to exercise most days of the week, and this time of year, I just can't resist going out to walk. I know I can go to awesome classes at the gym, or I have good workouts I can do at home, but nothing beats going for a walk on a cool morning in summer, spring, or a sunset walk in the evenings at the end of a summer day, as long as I can feel the sun on my face, as long as it's warm enough for a little bit of warmth to hit my face, I just want to go out and walk and see the world. And right now there's baby ducks at the park that I always walk near and beautiful roses. Like I love um, shrubbery roses. They're not like regular roses. They're like the ones that just bloom profusely in spring And it doesn't last, but when they do, oh my goodness, you see some of the most brilliant colors you will ever see in nature. And I and I love the abundant nature of them, how they just are like BAM. And same thing with peonies. Um, if you know what those are, they're like big fluffy flowers. And for some reason I have one peony plant and it's in my front yard and kind of awkwardly placed. And the peonies grow so big and there's so many of them that they just collapse the plant. So I don't even get much out of it because they're not really good cut flowers. And also from growing outside, they'll get ants on them and stuff. So this year I just like cut them down, like almost the day they bloomed. And I put them in some buckets outside, which wasn't the most beautiful of arrangements, but just the smell of them and the beauty of, I have white ones and I just tried to enjoy them the best I could. I need to do something with that plant. But those kind of plants that just bloom like crazy, just feasting my eyes on those makes me so happy. And so look around you. There are things growing everywhere. And today I was walking by someone's yard and they had the most beautiful like white with pink tinted like tips of, I think they were shrubbery roses And I was like, oh, I got to find out what that is and plant some. So I took a picture. I was like, you know what? I don't really need to plant them. I'm not that dedicated of a gardener. I just need to keep doing my walks and walking by here every spring as I have for years and just enjoy theirs. That's probably why they planted them, so that people could enjoy them. And if I ever get around to planting them, great. But if I don't, that's fine. So beautiful flowers, whether they're, you know, flowers you get at Trader Joe's and bring home or just flowers out in your yard or your neighbor's yard. Great. Another thing I love is beautiful design. I love going in model homes. Um, In my own home, the spaces that I have decorated to my liking, anywhere I see beautiful design in magazines, I just love it. I mean, it's not just home design, but especially that just, just makes my heart sing. And perfectly organized spaces. This is something that when I'm out showing homes, people just respond to organization. Like, it's just so lovely to see a a well-organized space. So that's something we can all create for ourselves in our home. If there's an area that right now you look at it and you're like, ah, every time I open that drawer or that cupboard where things fall on me, and you can just set aside a little time to clean it up, clear it out and organize it. That 
that is a great feeling. And then it will flip flop from just that sinking sensation that we get when we know that we need to take care of something to like the wonderful sensation of seeing a space taken care of and organized. Um, I love hiking to waterfalls and just being out in nature generally, as long as it's not too hot or too cold, I am a happy woman. However, if I go out and it's too hot, I'm really affected by the heat. So that creates the opposite of joy. It creates exhaustion and I get super cranky. So that's just something to be aware of. I probably talk way too much about my grandkids, but my grandkids and when I had little kids and of course my big kids too, but there's just something about little kids, watching them grow, hearing the funny things they say. I had my grandson in a grocery cart today. <laughs> he was just talking to me about everything. We were in the makeup department in Walmart. He's like, you need some of those and some of those. And he was, I was like, what do I need? And he's like, the pink one and the green one. <laughs> he was pointing out all these things. And he actually pointed to something I did need, which I had forgotten. So that was super helpful. And I was just getting such a kick out of shopping with him. And just if I, again, if I just savor that moment, and just really focus in on him and his experience of just something simple like shopping. It's just the best. Um, again, I love cleaning and putting the house in order at mor- in morning or especially at night when there's like blankets strewn around and pillows and just dishes to be done and things like that. I don't always take care of all of it every night, but when I do, and I and if I can just take the time afterwards to appreciate the feeling of calm that comes with orderliness and just closing out the day. I hope you guys do that. I hope you give yourself that time and don't put yourself down if you can't do it. But when you do, just enjoy the um, sense of I can't quite find the right word, but like the sense of order that comes as you're putting your house back together from making a big messy meal or something like that. That's just something that only you get to do for your home and your family and the fact that you have a home to clean and put back together because you had a family dinner is just, it's just the best. Laughing, just laughing spontaneously or watching a favorite movie that just makes you laugh time and time again. And by that, I mean the Lego movies. (laughs) No, those are just one of our favorites around here, especially Lego Batman. And I think every family has movies that they quote. I know for us, it's Princess Bride and Megamind. I have very simple taste in movies. Um, So I love like movies like that that you can just laugh about a million times. I love movies like The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, and there's just lines in there that are so quotable, and I I love the feeling of laughing over and over about those things. I love the feeling of going on a roller coaster and just screaming spontaneously and laughing. I love that feeling. And maybe you hate roller coasters, but you like the other rides at amusement parks or something else riding a scooter, riding a bike, something like that. What about those moments when you just get the giggles? It doesn't happen very often when you're grown up, I feel like, but isn't it just the best feeling when you just start laughing and you cannot stop? How can we create more moments like that in our lives? Um, 
I love floating around in my swimming pool. My swimming pool was always a dream. It was always a dream to have a swimming pool at our house. And it one day it just happened. It just kind of fell into our laps. And I highly recommend dreaming for that reason. Just put it out there into the universe through your thoughts that I really want this someday. And you'll be surprised what happens. I'm not even a fan of setting huge goals. I'm more a fan of just sort of dreaming and visualizing and believing that things are possible and then just kind of seeing how they work out. How about trying new things? Trying new things is such a source of just fun and enjoyment. I did a whole podcast with my son and his wife on this. Maybe I will link to that. They have a podcast called Chasing the Dopamine. And I said, oh, I get so much dopamine from trying new things, learning new things. Like recently I played pickleball. We took a pickleball lesson. I love going to top golf with my husband. Not much of a golfer, but it's really fun to go um, to go golf with him. I could go on forever. So I'm just going to say a couple things that my kids shared with me. I said, what brings you joy? And my son Jacob said, performing for people. He's an amazing performer. He does ballroom dance and other types of performing, musical dance, theater. And it is a joy to watch him. People have mentioned that to me many times. And also my daughter Megan said singing. She's in a vocal performance program in college. And yeah, her singing brings me joy and it brings her joy to do it. There's nothing like sharing your talents with other people. And for me, like helping people find the perfect home, it's nothing like being a good singer, but it's what I do well. And being on that journey with them is a really joyful experience. There's so many more things I could mention. Reading great books. Um, I love spiritual things. I love getting caught up in the scriptures and praying and just seeing evidence of God's hand in my life and in the world. I love hearing people's stories. I love listening to podcasts and um, just talking to people and learning about their lives. Just something about hearing where people came from and how their lives have turned out is just such a beautiful thing to me. I love animals. I don't have any pets or anything, but I love seeing birds, um, the ducks at the park that I was just talking about. Um, I know so many people have so much joy in their pets, even the strangest pets. I remember once some of my renters asked if their daughter could have a snake for a comfort animal, and I... <laughs> I hate snakes more than like almost anything on earth. If I was exposed to alligators, I might hate those more, but just snakes are the worst for me. But for her, apparently it brought, it was something that could bring comfort. I still said no, but <laughs> um, there's so much joy from reflecting on memories, like reading journals or looking back at pictures that I've taken and planning to create new memories, doing that all the time, such a good thing. Family times on holidays, so you're doing, you know, bigger activities or just quiet little moments. Reading with kids has always been one of my great joys in life or listening to my husband read to kids because he can do lots of fun voices and things like that. I love getting a good deal on things. That just, when something goes on sale, I just feel like 
my angels were there watching over me. My son needed a bunch of clothes for a tour he was going on and or actually it was for a special event and I was just dying over how much it was all costing and then he told me oh the shoes were only 60 and not 90 and I was like yay our our sale angels were with us today so I just love that feeling and just noticing and just being grateful it's, it, those kind of little moments again can just bring happiness and they can just pass us by so fast if we just don't kind of grab them and hold on to them and notice them more. I'll just mention one last one that I wrote down and I hope you are starting to think of what would I write on a list of things that bring me joy. Sometimes when I'm in bed at night with my husband, I'll just sit there and think about how much I love him and how wonderful it is to have someone to love laying there right next to me. And he is such a blessing in my life. And I know not everyone has that blessing. And I feel really grateful for that. But also it's something that I can focus on at night when my mind wants to run away with myself, just bring it into the present moment. And if that's not your thing that you can do, um, if your mind starts to run away with itself at night, it can be so helpful as you lay down to sleep to set the intention to sleep peacefully. And if you do wake up and worry, like I am prone to do, then think in advance about what you want to think about instead. I find nighttime worrying time to be a really good time to replace with nighttime dreaming time. I mean, of course, you're dreaming when you're sleeping, but if you're awake and your mind wants to go to everything that's wrong with life right now, instead, let it dream about a house with a pool or, you know, something fantastic that you want to do. And just really go there in your mind instead of letting it do its thing that it does on default. So I hope all of that is helpful to you. I really want to talk about this more in the future, just how we can create the lives we want. And it all starts in our mind. Life is such a mind game. And we spend so much time up there in our heads sorting things out, solving problems. Our brains are such amazing problem-solving machines. But it can go to a bad place, a discouraging place, a depressed place, or we can direct it to go to happy places. And it takes a lot of practice, but with that practice, we can get so much better at creating the life of our dreams, our family life, our personal life, fulfilling our dreams and goals, having the marriage that we want, the home life that we want, all of that is possible. And it starts with our thoughts. And there's so much joy to be had in every single day. I hope that you will take a day to start to notice that and compare how many worries and problems there are that come up in the course of a day versus how many opportunities there are to be happy and smile. Thanks for being here. I love you, moms. I hope that you give yourself a big pat on the back for everything that you're doing in life right now. If you want to get any help from me, you can go on my website and ask a question on Ask Rachel anonymously. You can download my book that I wrote for free. Um, 
I didn't write it for free. <laughs> I mean, you can get it for free and you can also sign up for a coaching session. So I'd love to help you out in any of those ways. And I will talk to you next time.